Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. Quarterback Rankings Week continues. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to the channel because we're going to have the rest of the conferences coming throughout the next few days. Uh, But today we are covering the Big 12, and these are my rankings. So uh, in the comments, be very kind and tell me what a great job I did, please. Uh, But (laughs) Trey, tee me up on uh, my number 10. Number 10. And there's going to be 14 of these guys next year we're going to have to do. That's right. Number 10 is Hunter Decker's Iowa State. Yeah, he's a former four-star recruit uh, entering his third year, so the potential is there. And Matt Campbell generally does a a decent job of developing quarterbacks. So um, this is not like a 10th where this guy sucks, he's last. There's, There's no quarterback situation that's bad in the Big 12. But just because he's still a huge unknown and most of the players ahead of him have at least shown something that's that's why he's 10th yeah interesting not to see kansas at 10th in anything uh yeah football so props to this next fellow at number nine is jalen daniels from kansas yeah he's favored to to get the job over jason bean he played four games at the end of last year played really well of course you know helped lead them to that big win over texas and i guess i just need a a larger sample size before I, i move him um, a bit higher uh, ahead of some of the guys we have coming up. But if he can keep up the efficiency he had last year over a full season, especially when you consider the fact like we're, I'm having to adjust for the situation, he's playing with a supporting cast that is not great and his numbers were good. So um, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if he's able to move up, but uh, being a little conservative for now with a small sample. Moving on to a guy with a, a large sample size and you kind of thought after this amount of time, he'd be a little higher. Number eight, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I think this one is, when I talked about the commenters earlier, I think this one is going to stand out to some people. I think some people might want to have him, you know, four, maybe even five slots higher. And to be honest, I really struggled with like eighth on this list to third or fourth. Like there just was not much separating them. So even if you do have him fourth, I wouldn't really disagree with you that much. I think it's kind of slim margins, but uh I mean, Sanders is really talented. He's put up decent numbers in his career, but really hasn't improved since his freshman year, has a high interception rate. And I just thought each of the guys ahead of him, we've seen so much of Sanders and it just hasn't, you know, their offense hasn't been nearly as good as, you know, Oklahoma State's offense of the past have been. And I think his inconsistency is is a part of that. So, you know, maybe he'll finally make the leap. But like I said, with having seen him so much, it's hard to project that. And with a good defense the past couple of years, he thought maybe he wouldn't have as much sh- as responsibility on his shoulders to put up some, you know, at least more efficient numbers. Just hasn't happened. Um, moving on to number seven, we have a guy who was a Heisman contender, well, at least a dark horse one a few years back, and he's fallen off. But we have uh, it's the Nebraska transfer, Adrian Martinez, going to Kansas State at number seven. Pretty similar. Uh to spencer sanders i would say both very talented both good runners but too many turnovers and mistakes um but i feel like watching adrian the last few years i've always felt like he's pretty good it's just that maybe the supporting cast around him hasn't been the greatest the receivers or the offensive line protecting him so i think a change of scenery going to k-state being paired with um uh with Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn yep. was all that was coming to my brain. Uh, paired with, with <laughs> Deuce too. Vaughn will help him out. And I think 
he's not going to be asked to carry the team as much. I think they're just going to – they don't ask quite as much from their quarterbacks. I think that's fair. Totally fair yeah. there. Martinez uh, had some tough, tough responsibilities there at Nebraska. Number six, Blake Shapin of Baylor. So he played really well uh, in three games last year as a redshirt freshman, including winning the Big 12 championship against a really good Oklahoma State defense. And he was named the starter this spring over Gary Bohannon, which Gary Bohannon had a solid year last year. So the fact that they named the starter that early, I think, says something about what they think about Shapin. So there's potential for him to vault higher on this list. I could see an argument for third or fourth, but again, it's just... It was only, you know, three or four games. So I uh yeah. I just I'm waiting to see more. Yeah, it's true. But I, I think it was a good call for them to just to get to go with shape in here. He he finished real well. All right, let's move on to number five. We have uh some new blood, Donovan Smith, uh Texas Tech. Yeah, this one is a pretty close battle with Tyler Shuck. because uh, I think Tyler Shuck could be a potentially a better fit for new offensive coordinator Zach Kitley's offense. So I don't feel too strongly about picking the starter here, but also I guess the redshirt freshman Baron Morton is apparently in the battle as well. But, but last year on the field, Smith and Shuck both put up efficient numbers. I worry a little bit about the talent around them and specifically the offensive line uh, coming into the year, but this having him fifth or is, is just me betting that one of them will emerge as pretty good. And also just a bet on Zach Kitley in his development of quarterbacks because what he did with uh zappy at western kentucky was unbelievable so if he can even do you know half as good a job at texas tech then i think the quarterback play will be really good agreed there should be fun to watch him number four max duggan tcu yep and uh chandler morris is also in the quarterback battle because you've got a a new head coach sonny dykes coming in so never know who he's going to prefer um I, I don't know. I don't feel great looking at my list having dug in this high. I kept rearranging, like I said, this four through eight. Just always sort of had a problem. But Duggan is, is landed here just because he's gotten better every single year. So you keep seeing that improvement. Maybe that could happen again going into next year. Um, and was, he was very efficient in 2021. And I, I think Dykes is a great developer of quarterbacks. So this is also kind of a bet on him and all the production they have coming back. So I just think whoever ends up the starter for TCU is going to put up big numbers. Yeah, I like Doug, and I'm, I'm with you on it. I, I think he's going to do pretty well uh, with Sonny Dykes. Uh, but moving on to number three on our list, we have a transfer coming into West Virginia, JT Daniels. Yeah, coming over from Georgia. He's tough to rank. His numbers at Georgia were really good. Like Overall, when he played, he was efficient, put up good numbers. So, and, and of course, he's a former five star recruit. So that's sort of ticks in the positive box, but he's injury prone. Uh, he got beat out by Stetson Bennett, and he's now entering what, uh, what has been at least a questionable offense. Maybe uh, new offensive coordinator Graham Harrell will improve that. We'll see. But, but yeah, I was kind of weighing those. And ultimately, I kind of just focused on, on his talent and his ability and tried to rate him in a vacuum rather than the situation he's going to be in. And, I don't know. He's I like I liked what I saw from him at Georgia. He he seemed to have taken a big step from his uh, true freshman year at USC. Yep. All right. Number two. Speaking of freshmen that you mentioned, number two is Quinn Ewers of Texas. Yep. Uh, after making a little bit of money at Ohio State, he's back 
back in Austin, and <laughs> he's, of course, the favorite over Hudson Card. I'm sure some listeners and, and viewers are probably questioning how I have him number two when earlier in this episode, I was talking about players who I'm like, yeah, you know, I just haven't seen quite enough from them, so I'm not yeah. having this high. Yeah. So, you know, and yours has not thrown a college pass, but he's like one of the highest rated quarterback quarterback prospects ever. So my priors for him are just, you know, a bit higher than than just your average quarterback. Um, plus, he's, he's you know, going to have a very good coach, Sark. He's going to have great skill talent around him to help him develop. And the guys ranked behind him, like there's no, other than the guy I have number one, there's no one in the Big 12 where I'm like, yes, that is a really good quarterback yeah. for sure not a lot of flaws it's just you know if this was the acc i don't think quinn ewers would be second he'd be lower but um in the big 12 i don't know i just didn't feel good enough about anyone else to to put them ahead of ewers yeah i mean texas qbs put up good up put up good numbers last year really uh overall yeah. so you would and you think even they'd be even better this year with ewers and even better skill talent so yeah i, I got no problem with him at two i'd even have no problem with him at one but at number one, you have uh, a transfer, another transfer. So that's three straight transfers, I guess, here. Uh, Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma now. Yeah, I think at this point it's maybe more notable when someone isn't a transfer. But Yeah, yeah I, pretty much. Ewers has a higher ceiling, so I, I hear what you're saying there about him potentially being ahead. But to me, Gabriel's was an easy choice to put number one just because he is proven really good. Like He put up great numbers at UCF for two straight years and then – was having a good start to his third year under a different coach, Gus Malzahn, before he got hurt. Now he's reuniting with his former offensive coordinator, Jeff Levy. So I don't worry about, you know, a transition of the offense. Like he knows what he's doing here. Um, I think he should have a, a big year. Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. No All right. Well, let's uh, show the full list for our YouTube viewers. Um, Trey, what do, what do you think? I just, I, I, for you, I bet the Big 12 w was hard to rank. You kind of mentioned that eight through three-ish range or whatever, but yeah. I just like every guy is is either new to the situation or a transfer, so there's really not much to, to go on within the conference. And then if I want to point out one guy on this list, I'm a fan of Max Duggan. I'm not saying he should be number one or anything. I just He just doesn't get a whole lot of respect nationally. You touched on how he's improved. He's also a really big threat running. He's just, he's tough as hell fighting through injuries. It seems like every year. So I'm a I'm a Duggan fan. Trey, we're gonna get demonetized with that. I can't believe you yeah. just said that. Can't cuss. Unbelievable. Yeah. But I do feel better about <laughs> my Duggan rating now. Thank you. Ranking. Yeah. There you, yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah. I, I think my one of my biggest disagreement would probably be having Donovan Smith at five. Uh, I okay. think I would need to see a little bit more from him over a consistent, you know, season, especially with the new new staff coming out. I mean, love what uh, uh, Kitley's done in, in his career as a coach so far, but you know, fifth best, you know, right in the middle of the pack. There, it seems a little strong to me. I'd drop him probably eighth or so, but I mean, okay. Yeah, overall, I think the list is solid. It's not like you're, you know, you are kind of splitting hairs, but I'd have him a little lower. All right, fair enough. Uh, what struck me about the list was just I said at the beginning of the episode, there's no there's no bad situation here. I think all of these guys could be pretty good. Um, That's but, why you feel bad putting Deckers at ten because yeah. you know Campbell has had a good track record with multiple different quarterbacks. Yeah. It's just you know somebody's got to be ten, and <laughs> Iowa State might not have the best supporting cast this year. Right. 
All right. Well, uh, let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, give the video a thumbs up as well. We're trying to, to grow the show, especially this week with all our quarterback rankings episodes. But that'll do it for this episode. We will be back tomorrow. And Trey is going to rank the Big Ten. See you then. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.